When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is February 13th, 2024, NXT, and we got some new tag team champions. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and I'm here with Issa, NYC Demon Diva, who, uh, man, just had her fill of hanging out with me last week in Las Vegas, Wednesday and Thursday. I feel like you had your fill of hanging out with me. because No, I could have ca- easily stayed out later. You know, I know you could. I know you could. You were a real sport. I have fun. I had a blast hanging out with you. It felt very. People were asking me. It felt very normal. Me and this guy we've been friends for years. It was just a matter of being in person. But it was. We have. I thought we had fun. I had a really good time. And what I liked about it is because yeah, I'm exceptionally comfortable with you. I mean, we've spent at this point easily a thousand hours, (laughs) probably two thousand hours talking to each other. Um, so no, it was just really comfortable. And even when we were hanging out with other people from other websites and some wrestlers and some folks, like it just felt like it, it felt very natural, comfortable, just relaxed. It was nice. You rode a roller well, coaster. I know you got me. And we went to a magic show. We went and saw David Copperfield. That was fun. That that was crazy. I've been telling a lot of people about that. I'm like, that is the <laughs> weirdest thing I've done in a while. Yeah. We kind of just planned it on the spot too we were just trying to figure something to do that was indoors because it was too cold that's where we ended up yeah well it was because i was trying to think because we went and saw the Bajo, and we're going to get to nxt folks but please indulge us <laughs> um and you could see uh photos and video and everything on East yeah my blog's coming out soon i'm still working on editing it Gotcha. So, um yeah, we were hanging out. We went to the Bellagio fountains and we were trying to figure out something to do. We uh, ate pizza. We ate very good pizza, and I. That was the was, I've been thinking about that pizza. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm like, I should go back and get more of that pizza. That was some good pizza. I had money, I'm, money I'm out of the of the of my freaking entire pizza. Well, what was it like half that went to waste? Like, I'm like, man, I should have just reheated. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but I, I was saying that my wife doesn't care for magic, she thinks it's uh the devil's witchcraft. So um I said to Issa, I was like, let's go see a magic show. And we just spur of the moment bought tickets to David Copperfield. When I Which, come back, we're going to see Chris Angel. Absolutely. He'll be live later this month. Um, but David Copperfield was good. There was a lot of unique illusions. There was a fair amount of audience plants. Hey, Glenn. Glenn. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. Anyone, if you go see David Copperfield, when I go see it again, uh, when he asks uh, someone up on stage, a woman up on stage, just start yelling out Abraham Lincoln. Oh my God, stop. They'll get kicked out. No, don't do that. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> totally do it. Totally do it. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, we went to the WrestleMania press conference on Thursday. I thought that was, I, I have fun. I know some fun. people didn't, but we got shut out of interviews. A lot of wrestling media got shut out of interviews. No, they weren't there for wrestling media, they were there for the mainstream media. Yes. And what's really more mainstream than the two of us? But we recovered. <laughs> we had a good time. We rode a roller coaster. It's good. So I look forward to when you come back out. But I guess we should talk about NXT. That's what the people are here for. 
uh, tonight. Although, man, I'm still buzzing last night about Raw and Cody and Seth. Yeah, we should. Because I was... Hold um, on one second. I just want to point out Mike Martin in the chat. He did bring up Del Taco when we were figuring out what to eat. I shot it down immediately. We saw a sign that said Del Taco. Issa, as you may or may not know, Issa's not big on food. Glenn found out that I'm not lying about the whole I don't eat. And then she like devoured the toppings of half a pizza. Yeah, I, I pick I pick up my pizza. I tell everybody this. I'm weird. I, I did very good with the alcohol, so you can tell me I didn't do good with that. <laughs> That's true. But uh but yeah, okay, so last night I will say the first person that said, Oh my god, it's gonna be a tag match was you immediately. I don't think we had even left the team of Arena and you were like, Oh, it's gonna be a tag match. Yeah, it's going to be both, I think. I think night one, it's going to be Roman and The Rock versus Cody and Seth. And here's the cool thing about this. This is what I love about this. Night two, people have said that's the bigger night of WrestleMania. And for the fans, Cody versus Roman, that is the bigger night of Mania. But WWE is going to get all this press attention and a lot of people tuning into night one. And that's going to make more people excited to see night two. Why would you risk your night two main event on a tag match of night one? Because right now there have been so many injuries, WWE's like, ah, what's the worst that can happen? The Cody's little peck goes pop. I don't think he's going to pop his peck again. Uh, it happened before, and then he showed up at uh, Hell in a Cell and wrestled because he's a tryhard. <laughs> so what are the odds it happens twice, Isa? I don't know. Listen, it's- Seth Rollins has literally the same injury he had right before WrestleMania 33. Yeah. So... <laughs> Tag matches are safe. We don't need it, doesn't need to be a spot fast. Are they safe? Isn't that how Rick Boots went out at WrestleMania and we never saw him again? Good point. Nothing is safe. Like freak accidents happen. Look at CM Punk. He like literally came out and got injured. <laughs> Not, I mean, <laughs> fairness to my fave, Sami Zayn got taken out for an injury for a year just fist bumping no he was was raising his hands to like cheer at the audience he threw out his shoulder i mean yeah things happen that's what fist bumping is glenn that's what oh he pumping his fist no i thought he's bumping yeah fist bumping you know yes i understand um but we'll see what happens isa night two of wrestlemania xl does cody finish the story and defeat roman reigns no okay there you have it she predicted it first the story has never been about Cody. The story What's... has always been about the bloodline. Mm. If it's not The Rock, it's going to be said, but somebody is going to screw him over big time. And it should be The Rock for taking that away from him. Why would you? He is, uh, what did you say? Like he gave the main event and he was like, no, I changed my mind. I take it back. That's not going to go unnoticed by The Rock. Oh, and when The Rock comes out and attacks him, he says, no take backs. Well, okay, hear me out. Cody wins by DQ. So he can't win the championship. Yo, I will pop so hard. <laughs> I think it's if the rock costs him, then you could do Cody versus Rock at SummerSlam. You could do it Roman could versus Seth. It could yeah. be Seth too, because Seth sweet talking him yesterday. I don't trust him. A week mm. ago you were begging him to pick you. Now you want to be on his side. Doesn't make sense. The whole point is everybody screws Cody. The tribal chief retains and the title ring goes on and on for as long as Roman and I decide. When, <laughs> when, when, when would you decide to have Roman's title reign end? If it was up to me, he'll retire with it. Okay. When does he retire? 
whenever. Uh, you know what? No, no, no. I'm gonna give it a date. Uh, twenty twenty eight. Twenty twenty eight. Wow, four years from now. That's nothing. Okay. Okay. Baron Corbin said tonight, "I haven't had a championship in six years. I never felt older." I was like, "It's been six years. Like, holy crap!" Yeah. Time flies, Glenn. It does. Um, Unless you're seeing Dave Copperfield, like that show felt pretty long. That uh, look, the the, the third <laughs> act, the the f- big finish went on about ten minutes too long. They could have. I was talking about on my stream, talking about how we used to see him making the Statue of Liberty disappear. Now he's just talking to aliens, like it's weird. And he's so over it. <laughs> but I think that made it more entertaining. It, it like did. that made, it was like his sarcasm and like dry sense of humor was so on point. Yes. Uh, maybe next time we'll do a double feature. We'll do uh, Chris Angel and Carrot Top if you want to see somebody that's really over it. Okay. Yeah, Carrot Top is old and angry, and it's amazing. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's talk about NXT tonight. Uh, Corbin didn't say wolf dogs at the end of the show. That disappointed me. Uh, he's gonna, he's gonna say it. Yeah, he's got to say it. Uh, we opened tonight though with a match I was really looking forward to. We opened the match in progress of Von Wagner and Mr. Stone attacking Noam Dar <laughs> and Oromensa. Yeah. Uh, Robert Stone brought Von Wagner's kids that he's raising. When they were walking in, and look, if you're not an NXT fan and you saw that image of them walking in and one kid riding on Vaughn's suitcase and their kid in Robert Stone, and you would say, who's the father of these children? You would say Vaughn Wegg. I don't know, Glenn. You are, you you really believe this. It's, I mean, in kayfabe, yes. I know, I know. Uh, I forgot that this match was happening, but I was excited for it. I thought Robert Stone looked great. This was a fun match. I mean, it was mm-hmm. meaningless, but it was fun. It wasn't meaning meaningless. It was for it was to let the kids down because they lost. Well, and yeah, metaphor uh, won the match. But here's the thing about Von Wagner and Robert Stone. Mm-hmm. We had the Von Wagner backstory. I think which really got him over as a baby face, talking about his childhood and the issues he had with his skull. Uh, being made fun of and going through the process to try and correct it as best he could. That was a really good story. We had Von Wagner and go to therapy. We had Von Wagner and Robert Stone hanging out with Robert Stone's uh, family. And they've been doing all this build and then they get this match. Von Wagner loses against Noam Dar in the Heritage Cup match. They lose tonight against the Metaphor. What is going on with Von Wagner? Wasn't he supposed to be on the main roster like a year and a half ago? Like this is, they keep giving him TV time and I like what they're doing with him and Robert Stone. I like what they're doing with the kids, but it's just like, they got to start winning some matches. They will. I mean, they, uh, in their eyes, they protected him, right? By having, having metaphor sheet their way into winning. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know where we're going with this. I just feel very over it, but I don't think it's because of Von Wagner and Robert Stone. I think there's something about metaphor. Like I really like Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson, but the rest of metaphor just doesn't hit for me. Yeah. I don't seem to become involved in anything they do. The, the trophy, nothing that they do. I, I find myself like really caring about it. The Heritage Cup, uh, match rules still are insane to me. Yeah. But metaphor, though, their entrance and their vibe, completely down with. 
Dylan uh, Matthews, Australian, seven ninety nine. Thank I you. I love Dylan. international money. <laughs> what? Glenn and he says the truth. The Bajio Fountain slapped the S out of Cody too. Yes, but it didn't hurt as bad as when the Rock slapped him. God, I I love that moment, Glenn. I've replayed it over and over every day. It's it's insane how many times I've replayed that slap. Have you replayed it, Glenn? Uh, I have not rewatched the press conference, but I feel like I've seen that teaser a good thirty times now. The slap. Trailer. But There's they show no it in the teaser, the don't they? There's no oh, slap in there. I thought they showed it. I don't know. I don't remember. It's in my mind. I could see it in my mind. And Seth coming to Cody's uh, defense. So defend dumb. his honor. Yeah, it is pretty good. Um, so after this opening match, we had uh, Chase U. Fun segment. They're back! Yes. JC Jane making a payment to Adriano Rizzo. I love that. Chief Ed, I mean, the, the cows are so great, so I even put a little extra in there for you. What a what a legend JC Jane is. Yeah, this was really fun. Why didn't we see anything in regard? Like uh Tia Hale said, I'm gonna go talk to Riley, we have a date, and then nothing followed up with that. I'm it's assuming we'll see the tonight. date next week. Yeah, there's so it's gonna be past Valentine's. They should have shown the date tonight. So for people that don't know, they're taping two NXTs tonight. They're taping another one after the one we just saw. And then on Friday, they've taken two SmackDowns because they're yeah. going to have the um, some key crew, maybe some talent going to Australia and for Elimination Rock, Chamber. Rock are there to slap Cody again. Oh, are they going to Australia? Roman and the Rock? No, why would Roman? Oh, Friday. I don't know. I already told you, we're not going to have the tribal chief get any bag under his eyes or any jet lag. He's no. Okay. Well, they'll be on SmackDown Friday, which is going to be very exciting. I think it's going to do a course. huge rating. I cannot wait. That's gonna be good. Did you see? Um, you see Cody's comeback last night on Raw. He said, "Rock, I'm gonna hit you back." But that is the weakest freaking. He's not hitting him back. I like the promo last night, just because it validates everything I've been saying. Why did you like it? Because he said he was a cancer. He told no, Walter like... Mercado now, like he's gonna talk about astrological signs. God. <laughs> I get that reference. Uh, <laughs> Walter Mercado's no. my hero. Thank you very much. There you go. Uh, I like Seth kind of being the hype man for Cody. It's kind of fun. He's but not I like the hype man. You don't trust Seth. He's the, he's yeah. No, like Cody. Cody's an idiot. But I like your idea. You, I haven't heard anybody else propose the idea that Seth costs Cody on night two. Why be, wouldn't he? Cody well, is the reason why Seth is coming off as the losers bracket champion. Because, because if Cody would have came out and said, no, I'm going to pick Seth, we wouldn't have this issue. But Seth should want some payback. Seth should want to say, no, I'm the number one guy. None of you guys are. And he's going to he's gonna be the one, I'm telling you. I thought it, I thought it was going to be The Rock, but maybe not. I, maybe well, so the Rock wants the heat. Seth doesn't want that heat. That's like bigger than Dominic Mysterio heat. If you're the one that cost Cody the championship at Mania. For oh, my God. People time. will pay for that, Glenn. Look at maybe, look at Melo right now. Oh, amazing. Maybe Dominic Mysterio comes out and costs Cody the uh No, it's gonna be Seth or the Rock. It could be the Rock. The Rock is already eating that hit heat. So Yeah. Oh something occurred to me last night. What? Uh so this is a non sequitur because I mentioned Dominic Mysterio. Has anyone brought this up? Our truth revealed like three years ago that little Jimmy fell in with the wrong crowd and went to a juvenile detention camp. 
And I'm thinking there's got to be an angle where little Jimmy through Tom and Nick Mysterio can maybe get into Judgment Day and then get our truth in. Okay. Just putting that out there. This, this is literally, I was awake at two in the morning and this popped into my head. And I was like, ooh, that's a really good idea. I was awake at two in the morning. I watched this lap. The limited event miniseries, the slap? No, coding it slap by the oh, okay. slap. Different, different slap. Um, okay. But little Jimmy should be in uh, Judgment Day. No, we don't need to be introducing anybody else to Judgment Day. We, it all went downhill with JD and look at it now. No, I've, I need Judgment Day to go back to seriousness. Mr. Money in the Bank needs to be taken seriously. He is a threat. And right now he's just like making TikToks with our truth. No, we're not going to do that. Okay, what if uh, what if um, Senor Money in the Bank cashes in during Cody's main event at Mania? I would love it. I would. Oh my God, it would. I would flood the stadium with happiness. As long as the story doesn't get finished. That's all. I'll pay money to whoever costs. Okay. It. Well, speaking of stories, what about Ridge Holland tonight taking on uh, Callis? What a kill the moment. In a gauntlet match that ended due to outside interference. How stupid. <laughs> How stupid. She <laughs> should have just let him face everybody like he wanted. You know what I mean? Because that's ultimately what ended up happening. Yeah. And I'm never going to feel any kind of sympathy for Ridge Holland. And then they're like beating him up. So I'm like, oh God, who's going to make the save? And then I realized it's Rich Holland. Nobody's going to save him, right? So <laughs> I'm like, ain't nobody making the save here. So then he starts overcoming the odds and I get even more annoyed. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, Von Wagner and Mr. Stone were backstage with Lexus King. Lexus King was dunking on them for losing. Lexus King Dunking should not be in the same sentence. <laughs> but you're right. That's what happened. Yes. Um, we saw Noam Dar and Oro Mensa catch the, your favorite faction, Issa, the no quarter catch crew. I still don't know who they are. The NQCC. I still don't know. who. Every time they show up, it takes me like a solid two minutes to remember who they are. Do you think Drew Gulak helped uh, the rock put together that slide? Oh, 1,000%. The, 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 the bloodline, yeah, he helped. He's an expert in computer programs, you know? Especially yeah, PowerPoint. Especially PowerPoint. None of this Who Apple's Keynote for him. I was using PowerPoint. Everyone uses Google Slides or Keynote. Yeah, ain't nobody using PowerPoint. How lame. I mean, I still have. I'm a, I'm a Windows guy, though, so I use PowerPoint. That's disgusting, Glenn. Our friendship has just ended. There are like Google Slides doesn't have like it's all those stock templates. It looks generic as hell. Okay, so get a designing program. Go to Canva. I don't like Canva. Yeah. Much. Why don't you like Canva? Uh, it's just not. It's too. It's too easy. What? The, so, make up your mind. <laughs> as long as you stop using PowerPoint. Well, we should do a tech podcast where we literally just have debates about technology. Yeah. We'll talk about this next time you're in Vegas after you've had your uh, li your liquid dinner. Uh, Listen, I love that piña colada from Best Friend. I actually really, that might have been my favorite spot, vibes-wise, that we went to. Oh, yeah. So it looks like um, it looks like a liquor store, mm -hmm. but they have food. 
well, they had alcohol. You ate. I, I, ate. I drank. But that piña colada yeah. was good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about this. This, aside from the main event tonight, this is my favorite match tonight, which was Lola Vice versus Tatum Paxley. One, Lola Vice, great in the ring. Oh. Got to win. Tatum Paxley's got moves. That reversal yeah. she did where she like popped up into a backflip. Oh my God. That was so cool. Yeah. This match was solid. A lot of the women's matches tonight were solid, but this was fun. Um, very intrigued by Lyra finally giving in to Ta- yes. Tatum Paxley. And I love seeing Lola Vice get a win because they bury her cash in. Then she lost last week. I, I know she she did defeat Electra, so she's on a 50-50. And if there's something worse than being on a losing streak, it's being 50-50. You either need to be a winner or a loser. We don't do mm-hmm. that in between stuff. Tatum Paxley, for a character that's supposed to be secondary, doing this stalker gimmick and whatnot, she's a very good wrestler. Yeah. It's really good in the ring tonight. I was really impressed with Tatum. Um, she hasn't been given this much of a match, this much of a showcase. But then the twist, yeah, with Lyra Valkyria coming out to, to cheer her on and give her support. And then at the end, Tatum yeah. loses, is knocked out. Lyra, it's like the ending of the bodyguard. Like Lyra's <laughs> just carrying Tatum to the back, solidifying their friendship. It was beautiful. No, you did not. No, what? you did not. It was like the ending of the bus. Yeah. Stop. Oh, that popped me. That popped Make me. an edit of that and put Whitney Houston. Put I Will Always Love You underneath that. Dylan will get on that. Yeah, Dylan. Put <laughs> Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You underneath Lyra carrying Tatum out of the ring. That was great. That was actually a great reference. It was so good. The storyline, though, it's like, where do we go from here? Well, we went backstage and then Shotzi... And brought it to Lyra, and they're gonna have a title match. And I like how Tatum was kind of pretending she was passed out and enjoying all the attention, and then right. woke up and I'm like, "Oh, we got a match next week." I'm excited for Chauncey versus Lyra. Yeah, it's gonna I be think good. It's gonna be great. I love Alicia's comment in the chat. She says Lyra made the mistake of engaging with her stalker. You're absolutely right. You shouldn't give him false hope. That's it. They don't stop. You know, once you start like engaging, it gets worse because now they think that you are friends. They or, maybe, are BFFs, or maybe they uh, think that they have a shot, Glenn, you know, when in reality they don't have a shot. You know what I'm saying, Glenn? Okay, but what if somebody wrote a song for you? Would that get them a shot? No. Wow, not even a song. What if they made a music video for the song? <laughs> no, Glenn. Even then, wow. <laughs> what if they got cameos from, like, famous people to like to like almost ask you out on their behalf would that give them a shot no Glenn. wow if i'm ever single again that's going to be my move i'm going to just send cameos like you're going to ask all your friends like i'd be like hey can you help me out with this no i'm going to go on cameo and i'm going to be like hey david faustino can you ask this person out for me unless you get the alien from the david copperfield show I'm getting kicked out. I'm going to yell Abraham Lincoln next time I go. <laughs> I'm going to go with you. We'll do it together. We'll get kicked out together. Imagine like that will be on our resume bam from the MGM Grand for, for, for ruining the David Copperfield magic show. <laughs> That's legendary right there. Then we go eat pizza at the, at the spot. Yeah, absolutely. Where was uh, it? The area? Was that at the area? The area, yeah. Okay. Uh, the... Um, Moneyline Pizza. Moneyline Pizza. 10 out of 10, guys. 10 out of 10. So, so good. 
so good. And whatever they did for the vegan pizza there was like next level. It was so tasty. Uh, but Lola uh, tonight winning over Tatum. Good move. Lola's getting some momentum. Lyra, Paxley. Let's see what happens from here. But then, oh, Luca Crucifino was backstage introducing himself to Tony D'Angelo. It's finally happening. Amazing. You know we've been waiting for this collab. Is he going to try and void the Wolf Dogs victory next week? Why? Well, because he was saying, like, yeah, it's a really a fair match if it was made under duress. You know, like he was trying to give him an argument. That would be kind of fun to have him. Uh, he might. He it. might. I like this interaction. I like seeing him. Uh, it makes sense to put him with the family. Do you think, I don't think this is happening, but okay. I'm going to give you a theory in a second. Jada Parker took on Adriana Rizzo tonight. Jada also won. Adriana did okay in her match. It was good, I but it wasn't it was good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good, but it wasn't good enough. She got some good offense at the beginning, but then Jada just looked really dominant. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. For the last stretch. Um, but do you think the family's not getting called up, are they? Because it is it was a bad night for the family. I mean, Tony D and Stax lose, Adriana loses. I don't see them getting called up quite right now. I, I but I can totally see them getting called up at that after mania group of call ups. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Killer Demon saying I didn't get the segment with Tony D and Luca. Luca's an attorney and he was giving Tony advice that the match tonight because he was kind of forced into it they're meant to be yeah luca luca's meant to be uh yeah to, to help Tony get out some chance yeah 1000 i mean we saw that the second we saw luca's gimmick yeah with i i i called him uh wish that comes tony d well but he's like an tony, attorney, tony d but he doesn't eat <laughs> he's like the team you tony d how they get all that money for the Super Bowl ad? I don't know. It was super weird. They're stealing credit card info. They got it. Something's going on. What did you think of the Super Bowl, by the way? I, I thought it was fun. And my favorite I had a great Luda time. Chris coming out. <laughs> I love Luda. I love Luda Chris. I pop so hard. <laughs> Killer Demons for Gen X has the comment of the night with saying, does Luca live on the second floor? <laughs> he lives upstairs from you. Yes, you think you've seen him. Yeah, I thought it was a fun Super Bowl. I did. It was really good. I watched originally. I was like, I'll just watch for the commercials. And the first half was a little boring, but tough. Boring, very slow. Mm-hmm. But man, that second half kicked into high gear. And Usher killed it. Yeah, Usher was good. Um, but man, when Luda showed up. Oh, my feelings. Yeah, people like. I have a lot of Luda in my, in my music, actually. Really? I love Luda, Chris. Underrated. Oh, use a hoe. Come on, Glenn. That's a classic. Like, uh, he's in one of my favorite SNL sketches ever with Andy Samberg as the Blizzard Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good shit. Luda like, if you watch the Blizzard Man sketch and just watch how Luda sells it, yep. it's absolutely incredible. Well, I haven't it's watched incredible. that in a while. I need to go back and rewatch it. There's like eight of those sketches. Yeah. And they're all A+. 
Yeah, there's a playlist somewhere on YouTube. Last time yes. I watched it, they were all like in a playlist nicely put together. Absolutely. Um, so Jada got a win. Poor Rizzo. Yeah, so I was like, I need to start watching NXT level up because a lot of these women matches were very solid. I was like, when they when are they getting so good in the ring? And then I realized it's level up. Maybe you are onto something with level up, Glenn. The problem is we do that podcast. Yeah. After SmackDown on Level Up debuted. Well, I didn't mean watch it live. You can go back and watch it anytime. When you get done with the Friday night podcast, after you do your watch along, after you talk about it with me, do you want to watch wrestling after that? Immediately? I don't. No. I don't. That's why I said I wouldn't watch it. As a matter of fact, I don't really watch any wrestling outside of what I watch live because I watch so much of it live. And then I cover it and then I talk about wrestling. So believe it or not, I don't like watching wrestling when I don't have to. <laughs> I've watched some AEW's AEW pay-per-views when I wasn't covering them. I've watched some secondary WWE stuff when I wasn't covering them. But yeah, it's tough. I mean, I, I did watch uh, part of Raw last night. I wanted to see what Cody was going to say. But, oh man, so... Did you notice that Cody said, oh, I uh, the only reason why I'm fighting the Rock is um, Roman is because of you guys. And I feel like that right there is him blaming the fans. Like, he doesn't want to lose at WrestleMania. That's why he has given up the match. He said, the only reason why I'm doing it is because of you guys. So now he's going to put the blame on him losing on the fans. Mm. That's what he should do. That's what he should do? Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's talk about Dajak being frustrated over Joe Gacy, and he was packing up his hard justice tote bag. I didn't know where this was going. I didn't know. But then we found out. I was like, oh, he's got a duffel bag mm-hmm. for hard justice. Yeah. But then we had Carmelo Hayes versus America's sweetheart, Joe Gacy. First of all, uh, please refer to him as him. He ain't him. Oh, he's him. <laughs> he's all of him. You know what? Like, Carmelo had it before, right? Like, I always liked Melo. But, my God. I, I, you know what, I just, I, maybe I just like heels a lot, but he just got that extra swagger now. Like, it's, I wanted to be that fur coat that he was wearing. Glenn. That's basically all I'm trying to say. I feel you. Oh, oh Dylan you wanted made, to be the fur coat too? No, Dylan made the, the mashup. Dylan, I can't play it on the air or we'll get a copyright strike. I'm gonna we'll look it at it later. Um, so, can you please uh, say him against Joe Gacy? Yes, it was him against Joe Gacy. And Joe Gacy becoming a big baby face. He's only because he's facing Melo, the biggest heel in the company right now. Yes. That's a default. Like he was getting chance. I was like, God, they really don't like Melo because <laughs> um, I I was rooting for Melo. I don't like Joe Gacy. He freaks me out. The upside down camera during his entrance trips me out. <laughs> but yeah, he. I thought this was a fun match, but I just don't know that this is what I would have done with Melo after the heel turn, after the sick promo, and then he attacked Dragunov, and then he was giving Joe Gacy. It felt like a little bit of a downgrade to me for the position that Melo's at right now. Hmm. Yeah, I think given what's going on with Melo um, and how he's like the biggest heel in NXT right now, mm-hmm. um, it definitely was a little bit of like, why is he facing yeah having caught another promo call out dragonov knowing that dragonov is not there maybe do a fake out like he did with trick last week you know what i mean like something more than joe gacy joe gacy just wasn't 
uh, what I expect from Melo to do after his big heel turn. But it was good, though, because it gave him someone he could beat without there being issues, right? Okay, good. But I no, didn't like I, it. I didn't like it. He, but I think it made him look dominant. Although, okay, here's the part. It didn't look you, dominant because it took forever to beat Joe Gacy. Yes. Um, okay, let me offer this theory. The biggest problem with this tonight is that they had Gacy. Um, they had Gacy trick him at that t- at that point. You know what I mean? That was the issue I had with it. It looked weird for Carmelo to be like, oh, where'd he go? And then Gacy hits him out of nowhere. Yeah, you know? Carmelo doesn't need to be in any kind of like silly roles at the moment. He is him and yeah. he should not be fighting Joe Gacy. Yes. Um, I think that that's my big critique is that Gacy was too competitive. Yeah. So it's not that Gacy was facing Carmelo. It's that... I, I have an issue with that too. <laughs> but... They use this they use this more to advance Dijak. This was more about Dijak and Gacy than it Dijak was about Dijak is a Carmelo. cycle. We'll get into that. Yeah, so Dijak came out and put uh, Gacy in a straight jacket because he's crazy. Please don't say it like that's how it went down, Glenn. He he's beat him with some nice thick thing. He was very bad. If this man is Those not punches mentally... were stiff when he was yeah, hitting the back of his head. I was like, yeah. if like I felt like I was watching some kind of like reality show that I shouldn't be watching. Like, if this man is not, like, mentally stable, you're putting him in a straight jacket, why are you beating him up like that? It's going to be a straight jacket fight, isn't it? Oh, they should do another one of those blindfold matches. Okay, Glenn, chill. Dylan, Dylan Matthews saying Joe Gacy is WWE's moxie. Funny you say that because the last time we saw someone in a straight jacket in WWE, it was Dean Ambrose. Well, he was the lunatic. Oh my God! Remember the what was the name of the called the Ambrose Asylum match? I was Ambrose Asylum because he's the lunatic fringe. I was there for that. Yes. Oh, here we go. RDX two hundred. Who does he prefer, Carmelo or Roman? I'm asking that question. Everybody knows the answer. Roman is always number one. However, because I do have to work on Tuesday nights and I do have to cover, I like to have. A little crush on every show that I watch because it makes them more entertaining. Doesn't mean that we'll ever overtake the king, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. But I'm saying, mellow on Tuesdays? Okay. I don't mind. Okay. He's still, I don't know. I gotta see Trick too because Trick was my crush, you know, but the, the Trick is off TV. I haven't seen him. So Trick, Trick's your crush? <laughs> trick. Trick Willie. <laughs> He was my crushing NXT, but I just, I really like Melo as a heel. It's, it's interesting. Tricks, okay, this is Trigger. out of context. Trigger. Tricks, respectfully. Tricks physique is yeah. just like a, a comic book character, soup like Rob Leefield. You, you look at that drawing, you're like, people like that don't really look like that, right? Like, he's so tall. Yeah, and his physique is just insane. And he's got like the swagger. I, yeah. I, I actually interviewed him and I held it together quite well. I was very proud of myself. Did you know? <laughs> yes. But I did tell him. I was like, you are it. You are it. It. 
<laughs> but you know what you say? Like he was the crush, but now you have you have mellow, and now it's interesting. You know, just saying. Mellow so I'm is great. Yeah. But so I'm with you a little bit. Mellow didn't need to have this match at all tonight. This could have been anyone beating up Joe Gacy, but it was Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, but the Dijak that looked rough. It was a little too much. <laughs> uh, Last legend of Jakar Jackson backstage got into it with uh, Jordan and Petrovic. Yeah, Brindley Reese was there. I really like Brindley Reese and her energy. I really like Lash Legend and her energy. Lash is great too. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about Brindley's match. Lash and Jakara, like that's that's a hell of a. This is why we need NXT Women's Tag Titles again. You need to relax. If we had NXT women's tag titles, there mm -hmm. are at least two tag teams, Glenn. I was gonna say four. Okay. We could make some more, you know. That's what we said in the main roster too. The uh, women's tag team is not. They need to be one. They need to be four. Problem is that they haven't brought down the women's tag teams to NXT, even though they're supposed to be defended in all brands. But the challenge, and this is the problem with uh, Kari and Asuka being the women's tag champs. It's not believable anyone's going to beat them unless Charlotte comes back and teams with Becky. They have enemies now. I'm pretty sure they can get beaten with somebody helping. Yeah. But in a straight, fair, clean match. Or what if Bailey and Dakota beat them? That'd be interesting. Mm hmm. It'd be fun. Dakota's with Bailey. Uh, Sol Ruka, by the way, returned to NXT Live over the weekend. I heard somebody commented that on my chat. Um, that made me very happy. Oh. I feel because her, Nikita, Wendy Chu, it feels like it was within months of each other. So I feel like all these returns should be happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of which, if you go on Nikita and NXT stars Insta uh, Instagrams, I wish I had the link. They're doing a fundraiser. They're doing a uh, polar plunge in the ocean to raise money for the Florida Special Olympics. That's incredible. I love yes. that. It's cool. Uh, so, yeah, they're all raising money for that. Check that out. Okay. So, uh, thank you, everyone, in the chat tonight. God, Justine, Killer of Demons, Alicia, Lucio, Max, Dylan, Mike, Facebook, Spencer. too. NG over on Facebook. I see some Facebook love, too, in the chat. Max Feldman. Wow. Like just a ton of people tonight in here. This is great. MDB. See, you all know the, the truth, which is NXT is consistently the most entertaining professional wrestling show. Yeah. In the entire universe. The real ones watch NXT. Absolutely. So good. So good. Um, so we got more about the new faction. Goodness is man struggle. Evil, however, is human nature. Who could it be? Who could be behind this? I have no idea. Oh, no. Uh, we heard from Oba Femi. <laughs> I what love this promo. You like this promo? And what about him uh, getting confronted by Lexus King? I, my favorite line was, send anybody, but don't send anybody you want to see go back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, like, you don't need to go that hard. I like the promo. I like his presentation. He's still there. The crowd loves him. The ooh, shins were there. Like the, the NXT crowd has been great the last two weeks. We'll see how they do next Tuesday. Would have been pre-recorded. Are they going to get fatigued or are they going to keep the energy going? Uh, Lexus King is so good at his job that I get so aggravated every time that I see him. 
And I feel like, isn't that what he's supposed to be doing right now? Like, that's his role, and he's very good at it. I see him, and I'm like, why? Like, he just gets on my nerves. It's the beard. It is the beard. I was, you know, I was just about to say, I see his beard, and I just get angered. Yeah, I, for no reason. And isn't that, technically speaking, what a good heel does? Absolutely. Um, so... Uh, Obafemi is going to murder Lexus King in the yep. ring. 10 out of 10. It's going to be great. Looking forward to it. Um, but, 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 big story. The heartbreak felt around the world as Brooks Jensen attacked <laughs> Josh Briggs backstage, setting up, up a one on one match. He grew up fair. Ava showed up, told him to take it somewhere else. Where are they going to take it? The parking lot? That's even worse. Why you know is she wishing death upon them? You know? you know, because I've spent two years calling them Brooks and Dunn, you know, it didn't occur to me until just now. What? That they have reverse initials, that they're BJ and JB. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. Never even dawned on me. Well, I, I thought this was funny. The way he just showed up and he was like, I'm going to kick your butt. Yeah. So that match, long time in the making. Will Sebastian show up and make an appearance? You and your Sebastian obsession. Like, you need to stop. That was a good story. That was the best storyline they were ever involved in. Sebastian sent some great roses. And not on Valentine's Day. Ooh, do you think... Uh, um, Keanu James will, will show up, be in one corner, and Fallon will be in the other? No. Okay. Long-term storytelling. Yeah, Sebastian. Shout out to Sebastian. So, then we had Keanu James with Izzy Dame versus Brindley Reese. Another solid match. This was fun. Brindley's good. Very wrestling-heavy show tonight, but I love seeing these women that I'm just not familiar with, and they get out there, and they look really good. That's why I said it. Maybe NXT level up might be worth checking out. Yeah. Stevie Turner's been on there lately. Live or? So she's been wrestling on there. I was talking about her gimmick. That's why. I oh said yes. Oh, is she live streaming her matches. She, yeah. I don't think she's still doing that. Is she? Is she an IRL IRL streamer or just like a regular streamer? Because if she's an IRL streamer, then she's streaming her matches. It's a, it's actually kind of amazing if it's just a gimmick and she's not on Twitch at all. Is she? I don't even know if she is. I think it is a gimmick. Okay. Smart gimmick though. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, I mean, they did it with the Grace of Waller, and then they took it away in the main roster. But it would be funny if she was like a in real life streamer, you know what I mean? And like you, she would go live for her matches. That would be hilarious. So Keanu James beat Brindley Reese tonight. Of course she does. But Brindley's still keeping it positive. Of course, that's what she does. She was hyped after losing. That's I like that. I like that ray of positivity, and I think that what's interesting about it is. They could let me finish. Okay. Okay. So let me give you the two potential scenarios for a character. One is though she's just like babyface Bailey, super positive, yada yada yada. That's that's fine. I, I like that sort of character. But the amazing angle, which I feel like they're leaning into a little bit, is she is like one of those social media fitness influencers <laughs> who's just like so overly positive about everything. 
that it's it's kind of like annoying no matter what happens to them they're still just you know everything happens for a reason like and that character nothing could bad ever golden. happens to them though and even when it does it's it's all part of the universe's plan for them okay good we'll see we'll see we'll see but then we had the main event what was that new camera they were using on the wolf dogs backstage it was amazing yeah 8k yeah looking great so many k's it was ridiculous so many all the all the k's mm-hmm. eight of them um that was really cool i really like that and then we went to the match tony d the family versus the wolf dogs for the nxt tag team championship this match was incredible, hard hitting. I thought at any point either team could win. Sax and yeah. Tony with the combo moves. They're attacking. I know, and they, they brought it tonight. This um yeah, they did. This is what week. this might be my favorite match they ever had, and they had the tag teams for a while, and we've been um big fans of them, but I really love what they brought to the table tonight. The table speaking of the table, yeah, that oh my god, table spot was everything it was like the table understood the assignment and knew exactly how to implode it was a thing of beauty i need to find it on social media and retweet it because i love the table spot and they put and i saw and i saw the end of days glenn you know that's my favorite although the end of days didn't finish the match but they protected it he didn't he didn't pin he didn't kick out right braun got the the pin but um the table they put some other stuff on there so and that made it sound like a much more devastating break it was it was such a perfect table spot. Yeah, it was really good. This whole match was awesome. And when I was watching this, I was like, okay, well, if Braun is going to the main roster, then maybe the family retain. Like, I legitimately I was, did not I was know brainstorming was win. the same thing as well. I was like, I was but it's kind of weird to be the Dusty Cup winner and then not win the tag team titles. It's happened before, no? I know, but it's not. No, normally, the story they like to tell is there's momentum. Right, right. I like I like Braun and Baron together. They have grown on me since the since the moment they they came together. Their little segment backstage hyping each other was hilarious. Uh, do you feel like a like a wolf? Yes. You feel like a dog? Yes. You feel like a wolf dog? No. <laughs> At some point, Baron has to embrace the wolf dog name, and when that happens, we will all rejoice. Yeah. Baron Corbin is so good. Heck of a match tonight in the main event. Yeah, so much fun. You guys should go back and rewatch it. It was good. There was well, a lot we have of new good... tag team champions. I know. What did Tony D and uh, Stacks do from here Tony aside D from get back. their lawyer to contest the victory? They'll probably get the titles back because they did before. If, if Braun Breaker is going to the main roster, like you said, but I'm very happy for Baron Corbin, most specifically. He mentioned he hasn't had gold in six years. Six years. He held the United States Championship. So it's exciting to see him have, especially NXT Gold, because he's such a staple of NXT, especially if you watch, what was the name of the show, Glenn? I watched that show so much. Breaking Ground? Yes, like, he was the best. So I'm happy to see him win some gold. He's had a great career thus far, and it's nowhere near over. I mean, if you look at what he accomplished uh, with the championship, uh, the United States Championship, pinning Roman Reigns, the last person to pin Roman Reigns. Relax. Nobody needed to match. bring that up. Like, ain't nobody bringing that up. We're talking about his NXT career here. Uh, the whole uh, bum cor- bum ass Corbin. Uh, we loved it. We were big fans mm-hmm. of it. He was the constable. He dressed like he tended bar at the Olive Garden. Uh, the constable was, that- was something. 
Andre went Andre Battle Royal winner. Remember when he was the scapegoat for the authority? Like yes. the show sucks and it's all Baron Corbin's fault. <laughs> he's great. And he's been doing phenomenal work with Braun Breaker. Really, yeah. if anyone had to take it off Tony D and Stax, I'm glad some Stax is coming to his own. I know we talk about Tony D'Angelo a Stax lot. That's Mahomes. Did you notice how much he looks like uh the the quarterback guy? He looks just Mahomes. like him. Yeah, you, he looks are, like him. Are you a Mahomes fan? Are you a Mahomie? Yeah, I like him. Good. Heck of a game in overtime that they played. Yeah, he's very talented. I think he's going to be this generation's Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady's gone. Like, we need we need a new goal. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yes. Um, but no, Stax had a great showing tonight. This was all really good. Can't complain. Yep, I had a lot of fun watching the main event. Um, and as much as a, of the Angelo family fans that we are, I do feel the same way as you do. If somebody had to take it out on him, I'm really happy to see the Wolf Dogs go over here because they have really grown on me. And I don't know that this is the last time we see the Angelo and Stacks um, with the belts. I think they get them back eventually. I do. For a third time, wow. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll see. We will see what happens. We're covering it all here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. So tomorrow night, AEW Dynamite. Tune in for the Wednesday night. Imagine, like, it's so depressing. Like it's a Valentine's Day single, and you gotta watch Dynamite. Like, does it get any worse than that? I'm talking about me. I have to watch Dynamite. So <laughs> there you go. Um, and then Friday we'll be back for SmackDown. To talk it's gonna be the best SmackDown ever. The Rock and Roman Reigns. I wonder how. Did you see the numbers they did last week without the Rock and Roman? Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I can't wait. That press conference, okay, aside from the fact we didn't get to ask any questions of wrestlers after. Um, well, I knew was, we weren't going to ask any questions at the press conference. Yeah. I don't know what people were expecting, but I absolutely packed. we were not. Absolutely packed. The line to get in was insane. Yeah, People were buzzing about it and talking about it. It was a big deal. WWE was very smart to do that. And I thought the, the Vegas crowd was amazing. Yeah. Everybody By the had, way, Raw yeah. did 1.7 million, so Cody cannot bring the ratings that Roman and The Rock can bring. So just pointing that out. Well, there you go. Have a great Valentine's Day, everyone. We will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. She's at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. I'm Aklan Rubenstein. See you back here soon. Take care. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.